2: Welcome to Exploring Missions, connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now, the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper, on AFR Talk.
1: We hope you're having a great Easter weekend, and we pray that God would just bless you. And uh, if you're in your car or in your home, wherever you might be, that you might celebrate uh, the greatest miracle ever, the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is Burt Harper, and I have two guests with us today, Uh, Buddy Smith, Ray Rooney. Uh, Buddy is the senior vice president here at American Family Association, and then Ray Rooney, he is, I I call him the editor of, of The Stand, and I know you've got a larger title than that. But I found out the longer the title, usually the lesser the salary.
2: <laughs> Amen.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, that's the reason I say pastor. Don't add senior pastor, just leave pastor there, right. okay? But it is good to have you guys. Oh, I love these guys, and Amen. they are very special to me. And what we want to discuss today is Easter, and not necessarily Easter as a fact, as it did happen, although that will come in. We want to talk about how Easter can be used in a local church or in an individual's life to share the gospel and to be missional. Uh, It's Holy Week, and it gets a lot of press even. They usually go to Bethlehem and Jerusalem, and they, you know, tell us what's going over there. Uh, And local local televisions and uh, newspapers, they'll cover a special service that they had. And so it gets a little bit more coverage this time of year than any other time. So how can the church use that to do that? I want to ask you a question, guys, and, uh, buddy, you can go first on this one. When you was pastoring, yeah, was the attendance higher on Easter than it was the Sunday before and the Sunday after?
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, the Sunday after. Mm. <laughs> the
1: Sunday after. Do you mm. remember the Sunday after Easter?
0: Oh, yes, I do. Actually... Uh, look for opportunities to perhaps be away that, that <laughs> Sunday, Bert. <laughs> I'm telling you,
1: it is a downer, a downer, is it not?
0: From the pastor's perspective, yeah. it certainly can be. Yeah, yeah. The, it's full on Sunday. Usually, Ray, uh,
1: people that y- you—I don't know about you, but at the churches I pastored, people come in in shifts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you have—you know—you got your basic people going to be there. But then the other people they come off and on, but on Easter they all decide to come on the same Sunday
2: yeah you got you got you have the three three groups like you said, your regulars that come no matter what. then on Easter you have a lot of family members of those regulars that uh probably attend church uh, somewhere else, but they're there with the family and then of course you've got the folks. That uh, are drawn just because everybody knows it's the high holy day for Christianity. So you've got really three groups of people out there that uh, all need to be ministered to. So we have a choice, <laughs>
1: kind of, to get onto these people and say you ought to be here more, or try <laughs> to reach them with love and the good news of Christ and truth. You 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 can speak the truth in love can't you guys
0: absolutely and
1: easter sunday is that a time to do that ray or are you you gonna beat them over the head what which if one? you don't
2: want to see them again then you go <laughs> ahead and beat them over the head wish
1: a merry christmas and <laughs> yeah. happy new year <laughs> oh,
2: yeah oh. if you don't want to see them again you just remind them that you don't see them but twice a year but um uh, you know more than anything else it it, it needs to be a celebration a celebratory time where not only are we um, glad for the the reason we're here, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we're glad you chose to be here today. And I don't care what the circumstances, I don't care if this is the only day you're here in the year or if you're here every single Sunday, um, peep, everyone from the regulars to their family to the non-regulars who are just interested needs to know it's good to see you here today. Okay. I want to move on to
1: the next question, and on that particular day, everybody's thinking about the resurrection, uh, and it's kind of like preaching at Easter, I mean, at Christmas. If you don't preach something to have to do with Bethlehem, Jesus' birth on Easter, it does not compute. I mean, people, on, on Easter, they're looking at the resurrection, and I know I want to do that, and I always did, but I also wanted to put some other thoughts in there that mm-hmm. would challenge people, uh, but I always Want to concentrate on the resurrection because, guys, that's. That. What did Paul say? If the resurrection is not true, then we're of men, most miserable. That's right. So, if you stayed at the church more than three or four years, buddy, how in the world would you bring the a new message on the resurrection?
0: That's right. Well, like you say, that's uh, that is the the profound message of the Bible that. Uh, uh, th- th- there's no body in the grave, and uh, the stone wasn't rolled away, so he could get out. God touched him and raised him from the dead, and hey, that's that's the message of Christianity. And and if 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 a preacher is worth any grain of salt, if there's a God call on his or her life, uh, then uh, hey, this is the this is the opportunity to. To preach the gospel and preach it in the power of the Holy Spirit and see what God does, because uh, as we've pointed out, um, I, th- I think God uses this day, and and I think He uses a lot of ways to get people's attention about Easter. They're they're maybe they're not there because they're looking for God and looking for uh, a fresh. Uh, experience with God. Maybe, maybe they're just there, like we've said, to be with family. Maybe they're there because um, this is the one day, day of the year that they plan to come, and they're, they're not coming back. <laughs> However, uh, God's not limited. His work is not limited by any of those circumstances. I, I want to share with you a
1: true story. Is another church where I was pastoring. And we had a man there. He was a deacon in our church, a godly man, a farmer, just a great man. Charlie, called him Charlie. And uh, he came from a family that was just broken. I mean, not his family from his wife, but the family of origin. Mm. And a brother came. He is our 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 church. And he said, we go to church on Easter Sunday, on every Sunday, but we especially go Easter Sunday. The man came, as far as we know, he had not been in church since maybe he six years old, and he was in his 60s. Oh, my. And we preached that day, and that man gave his heart to the Lord Praise Jesus God. Christ that day. Wow. I saw that happen, and, <laughs> uh, and it, I, I, you want me to tell you the truth, it wasn't the message as much as it was the brother and the difference in his brother's life. Yes. He knew his life was a wreck. Yes. His brother had come from the same mm. uh, background, same place, and he had made choice. The greatest choice was to follow Christ. You never know who's going to be in the audience, do you, Ray?
2: No, no. Um, I didn't grow up in the church. And so I, I find it interesting, even though I didn't grow up in the church, to know that there was something special going on on you Easter knew that? Sunday. I, I knew it. It, well. it, it was it, it was just whether it was the, you know, prevenient grace, God, I just knew that there was something special going on. And um, even though I didn't get to go very much um, in my childhood, I can still remember the one or two times that uh, that my mother took me to, mm-hmm. uh, to a church on Easter Sunday. And it uh, <laughs> profoundly affected me, even though I didn't know what was going on. But mm-hmm. um, apparently God was uh, preparing for something else in my life. And that was just uh, – and I would say – you know, my first experiences with uh, with God were in uh, in a church on on an Easter Sunday. Oh my, Really? Wow, that's I mean, <laughs> praise the
0: Lord, Amen. I can testimony. still remember the really?
2: little the, the it was actually a city church. It, um, it was an Episcopalian city church, that Whoa. my mother took me to. I can't call it by now, but I can still remember the the day, the occasion, and just the the uh, the spirit of uh, worship. That's what's so mm-hmm. that's what's so mm. strange about Easter. You get these folks that don't, you know, you get your regulars, and sometimes you know you go into church and they're talking about the weather and ball games and so on. You get uh, their family, and then you get these um, uh, the, these people that are just drawn. And you know, on any other Sunday, you have to fight with the chatter and the and the weather talk. But on this Sunday, mm-hmm. it, you know that's that's everybody knows what you're there for, and they, and they they come with an expectant mind and mm-hmm. an open heart. A good point. So that something like you said, um, it's is not all that unusual.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, when when you're preparing as pastors, and you know who all is going to be there, you've already we've already talked who, the wide span of people who is there. Someone who is basically never heard Mm -hmm. Uh, they just know something's going on they know a little bit but really do not understand the gospel they're there someone who's been away and they've come back uh and they're longing for maybe something that they had experienced in the past but because of decisions they're wayward and then those people that are there that are grounded in the word and you don't want them just sit there passively by and say well i've heard this again and again although it should be fresh every morning how difficult was it to get that message, buddy? That, that
0: would <laughs> yeah uh,
1: reach all these people. What did, right. people don't think preachers have a job to do. Think of all the people who are out there that are right. hurting, those that are celebrating, and we're to bring a message that right. will bless them.
0: That's so true, and Bird, and and I think um, you know some some of the issues facing the, the modern church. I think, from at least I, I think about this from a pastoral perspective, we still have this mindset to some degree in many of our churches that, you know, the the pastor is basically the only minister here. And so, you know, I always was really burdened to, and I'm sure you guys as well and all pastors listening to us, to help that person in the pew who is walking with the Lord, who's growing in Christ, to understand that they are actually as much a minister in the church as I was. And obviously a different role, the shepherd, the pastor, than the one in the pew. But back to this message of Easter, um, just challenging, encouraging, urging those folks that that not only know the story, but know the Savior, to, to tell it, to tell it. In their everyday life, uh, not necessarily pre- preach a sermon on the corner downtown unless God tells them to do that. But it's in how they live, and but seizing those opportunities for those who who don't know the Lord and don't know God's love for them to to share to share the gospel with them. It's a story that that um, it's just got to be told, and if the church doesn't tell it, then People are not going to hear the good news. They're not going to know there's a Savior who loved them and who lives, and they can live for not only an abundant life but life eternal. Yeah.
1: Ray, you're going to preach. Yep, this coming this Sunday. This Sunday. Uh, for some, it will be they're listening. to This you've already preached it. But for some, mm-hmm. uh, when they hear it on Saturday, uh, they'll you know they're preparing. When you're looking at Sunday. What are, you, what are you looking to do? Uh,
2: one thing, one thing, and that is to communicate to all those three groups of people. Uh, you've got the, the ones who come all the time, their family members, and then the, uh, the folks that are visiting. One, one word, it better hit home in every, in every heart, and that is the Newness. The, the resurrection mm-hmm. Sunday is about newness. So you got your folks that come all the time, and sometimes they get in a rut with God, they get in a rut with church, and they think, well, you know, it's just the same old, same old. No, no, this day makes it, every day a new day. You get their family members who think, well, we're going to just celebrate and hang on to the past. Uh, that's why we're here. We're just, you know, one big happy. F- that's great, and you know, that's, but newness. There's there's something new going on, and for the person that's lost and struggling. Doesn't know anything about the Lord. Doesn't know what's wrong in their heart. Hmm. Uh, there's there's a, a there's a chance for newness. Amen. Everything's got to be about what God is has done in the resurrection. He has opened the door to something new.
1: New every morning. Yes, his mercies. Yes, are new every morning. Amen.
2: uh I a preacher,
1: eighty eight years old when he preached this sermon. His name was Vance Havner. A lot of folks read Vance Havner's books. He could. He he had words and descriptions that were just uh, memorable, but I remember him preaching a sermon that uh, it was called Home Before Dark, and he had preached it all over the United States. I heard him preach it, and I don't know how many times, but he's 88 years old. It was new and fresh. <laughs> so even the Amen. resurrection was yes. talking about a message, mm-hmm. the resurrection. Yes. It's fresh. That's right. I mean, it is just think. Yes. Uh, he it is fresh and it's new and his mercies are new every morning. Amen. One more question. You members who are a member of your church, you hope that they will look this as an opportunity to minister and bless people, as That's you were right. referring right. to earlier, buddy. Yeah. That they're ministers. And sometimes right. the members don't know it. They think yeah. they just show up. How important is it for those members to, or especially, to reach out to those people who are returning, the it's, people who are coming? How, how important? Because we find out eighty-something percent of the people come to church not because of the preacher, but because of relationships
0: within the pews. That's right. It's all about relationships, and it's so vital that uh, the the person, the lay person in the pew, understand that that they 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 have a responsibility. I mean. We we've been given a trust, and uh, just think of it as uh, uh, you know a, a baton of the gospel that's been handed to us, and uh, now it's our responsibility to pass it on. And of course, we can't we can't share what we don't have. But if we know the Lord, if if He's alive in our hearts, then it's back to this message of of newness of the resurrection. I mean, we we have what the whole world needs, and um, it's the cure for sin, it's the only cure, uh, it's the only way that a person can be forgiven of sin, and so why would we why would we not share that? I, a, a quick story, I, I remember what, um, one of my pastorates uh, having a, an evangelism course, and I was basically trying to teach a smaller group of lay people kind of how to do it, you know? So we would meet on a certain night, go out into the community, and knock on doors. I mean, it was, you know, and so... Where the rubber meets the yes, road. Yes, <laughs> the rubber meets the road. So we had made a call. I, I was training a couple of folks, and I had another couple of lay people who'd been through the training. They were training others. And so we went to out and came back, and we'd have a little time to come back and share what, what happened and pray about the visits. And so we'd gone to a certain house. And I had met this elderly gentleman. He was in his – actually, his early 90s. And um, so we were there for a little while, and I began to to open the door to to share the gospel with him. And basically, he told me this. He said, Preacher – interrupted me. (laughs) He said, Preacher, I know who you are, and I know where your church is. And when I get ready to talk about this, I'll just come see you. How about that? In other words, shut up. (laughs) <laughs> Get and out of just, yeah. you know, yep. so we we left. I dusted my feet off just a little bit, and we went back to the church, and we prayed for him. Well, two weeks later, a couple of guys on the team, they knew this, this gentleman, so they went over to see him. And they visited a little while, did a little small talk, and, and one of these gentlemen, laypersons that just loved the Lord, knew the Lord, uh, the message of the gospel was just as fresh as today in his heart. And he just began to share with him, well, let me just tell you um, a little bit about, uh, I don't think I've ever told you about my 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 greatest friend, Some, someone that's just made such a difference in my life. We just went on to tell him about Jesus and about his testimony and what God, how he was real in his life. And so the story was when we came back that evening, he, he was telling that, and, and he said, and then... Uh, I got interrupted, and I thought, oh, "Okay, yeah, here, here comes again." And he said, "No, no, no, no." He said, "He he wanted to move closer to me because he said he couldn't hear everything I was saying, and this is something he 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 wanted to hear." And so I said, "Okay, so." I told him everything I knew to tell him and and all the thing I knew to do at that point was he said I know you'd given us an outline, you know, here here's what's next. He said, "Man, I forgot all that. I got excited." I just asked him. I said, "Well, are you ready to give your heart to Jesus?" He said, "I'm ready." He said, "Well, I tell you what. We'll tell our preacher and he'll come back, you know, he'll he'll, he'll make a call." And and he said he, he said, "No, no." He said, he said, "I don't think you guys understand." He said, um, "He said, I, I need to know the Lord. I need to know Him now." <laughs> and he said, "Why can't we just pray?" He said, "Well, let's just do that." So they stood and prayed. He was gloriously saved. And the next Sunday, he was in church and gave. I gave the invitation. He walked down, wanted to make his profession public, wanted to be baptized. And so, and and I tell you, a final word of that. He he said, "Oh." Oh, by the way, he said, because uh, we're getting ready to do the baptism, and he wanted to know, could could these brothers that came down there and shared the Lord with him, could they come and stand with him? <laughs> so anyway, did. just uh, 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 hopefully a word of encouragement to the layperson out there. They expect, uh, he expected you to he, oh, do he what you did. 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 He absolutely he did. did. so yeah. it was, He saw it as my job, yeah, you know, here's somebody down, you know, he'd been paid to come down here and do this or whatever. But when it was a brother that uh, that a friend that he knew, and uh, knew that that wasn't his profession, then it was more genuine. It was more real to him, and the Lord just just blessed that greatly.
1: I know a similar story, and I'll do it real quickly. This was years and years ago when it was still farming with, with oxen and mules, and uh, there was a store clerk who was saved, and uh, there was this farmer who he had shared Christ with but never come to Christ. So they had a great, great meeting, you know, revival meeting, you know, like they do. In the farming areas, everybody, why they had them in August? Well, it was because it was a good time to go. Uh, The crops laid by, and it wasn't harvest time yet. It was a good time. But this farmer always had something to do, and they were having day services. So the store owner made a deal with the farmer. I'll come out there. And I'll do those chores for you if you'll come in here on, on you know the morning and listen to this preacher. He did it Monday through Friday. Well, he hadn't come back on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night. But on Friday night, the farmer came back, and he walked the aisle. And they said, well, what <laughs> did this preacher say that caused you to give your life to Christ? He said, well, I knew all about that. But when I saw my friend who would close his store and sacrifice his, his money to come out there and hear me, so that I could know Jesus. That's let me know that it was real. And uh, mm. layman, yes, Ray, you talked about yourself not growing up in church. Who had the greater impact you you, a preacher or a, or a layperson in coming to Christ? Now, I, I don't All know right, the answer to that. Here's so a, I,
2: I don't know. Here's here's my little Easter story. There was a guy. He um um, it, it's a story that tells you that God's working ahead of time and why Easter is important, and why sometimes preachers ought not sweat as much about, I've got to deliver because God's already working ahead. <laughs> there were things going on. Thank you, Ray. I, I needed yeah. that because I'm preaching Sunday, and I'm wondering too. There were Thank things you. going on. For instance, it was Holy Week, and and you know I don't know if you've ever heard of the series. Uh, it was back in the 70s with Robert Powell, Jesus of Nazareth. Yeah. That was going on that profoundly affected mm-hmm. this guy uh, mm-hmm. who – in turn basically turned around in his in his uh, easy chair and got on his knees and made a profession of faith there wow. then comes sunday and um and and you know all the pomp and that's great you know at church we got the we got the you know, the church cantata that, the, you know, and then uh, usually churches split that up. But now at this church, they wanted the cantata and the preacher to preach Whoa. a sermon. All right. So everybody, you know, it, it's Easter Sunday. The cantata goes on. The, the preacher gets up there. And this guy is sitting in the pew the whole time just thinking, "Would d- can y'all please hurry this up? <laughs> <But> for, <laughs> I, not I need to do this. I need to, you know, and so the preacher gives the perfunctory uh, uh, altar call. It's already, you know, about uh, fifteen minutes past the regular time, uh, and uh, and when everybody's expecting one verse, we go. But this guy stepped out, and you could hear the big <laughs> sigh and the uh, oh no, no. But I, you know, came forward and said I want to join this. I want to be saved. I want to join this church. Um, and that guy was me. And I'm, I'm here to tell you that God's at work ahead of time, mm. doing things. And, uh, and and I'll just say this about Easter Sunday: you are talking about how you look? It, it's a it's built into this country, perhaps into the whole world. It's mm-hmm. it, it's the one time you can fulfill Romans one sixteen. Not be you know for those who are who are worried about being able to talk and say I can't talk. Hey. Come to church on Easter. That's an easy thing, Yes. <laughs> uh, because people are waiting for it. They're expecting it, and God has—you uh, know—God's going to show up. Right. So you don't—you know—you just—you just follow through, and and you do the the little small thing. God does the big thing. Uh, here in our town, Tupelo, Mississippi,
1: they have some billboards and they have electronic billboards, and uh, there's three or four that are in very strategic places. Yep, and on two of them, I already seen it. Just mm. this, this week, mm. Easter Sunday morning at this church and at this yes. church, promoting it and and why? Because it's on people's mind. That's right. And that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about Easter Sunday being a missional mm-hmm. Sunday mm-hmm. because you're going to have people there. So the message is clear. And buddy, you already shared it. If you if you've been called, that's right. It, it you know the resurrection. The I think about hmm. that. Let's let's go back to think those ladies came that morning to finish a job mm-hmm. that they had not had enough time to do, you know, and that is prepare the body uh, for burial. It was a rushed-up job, and they wanted to complete it. They had to wait for the Sabbath. It was over. They come that Sunday morning, and it is different. I mean, angels are there. The stone is rolled away. A messenger is there, and Mary Magdalene comes along and meets Jesus before he's ascended. The things that took place, I, I'm, I'll am i be frank, I'm just yes. getting chill bumps yes. thinking about that morning. Mm-hmm. And when we go to church this Sunday, and some of you, like I say, on Sunday afternoon you're hearing this, you've gone to church, think what you're going for. You're going for God took on flesh yes. and dwelt among us and was tempted in every point, like we are, yet without sin, hmm. and they, he would go to the cross voluntarily. It wasn't a force deal, guys. He he knew he knew what he was getting into when he left heaven to be born of the virgin. Yes, he, he knew what was going to happen. I think on the cross, when he said, "My God, My God, why hast Thou forsaken me?" I think Jesus is in his manhood was just like we are. At those points in time when some things we can think about how it's going to be and how it's going to be, but when the reality hits, it is overwhelming. Yes. Jesus on the cross, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken mm. me? Never in a point in eternity had anything like that happened to him before. that That's mm. some message, guys. <laughs> Ray, um, as you think about Sunday, and I, I did not know Easter was such a
0: <laughs> profound
1: uh, day in your life. But when you hear that, your message to those people, go to church on Easter and see what God can do.
2: New life. New life. New life. Resurrection life. Resurrection yes. life. Yes.
1: I want to thank you guys for being with us today. Thank you, Bert. And, uh, we're praying that you who are listening— yeah. It's Saturday for some of you. Go to church tomorrow yes. and let God do a work in your life. Amen. For those of you that have been already and you've been blessed, praise the Lord. And maybe for some of you that didn't go, we pray that this has mm-hmm. touched your life mm-hmm. the way the film touched Ray's life. And yes. your life would be turned around because in Christ Jesus, there's newness. It's new. His mercies are new every morning. Thank you again for listening to Exploring Mission.